Well, welcome to another edition of the Destination Polaris podcast. I'm your host, Jared Christie. Today's podcast is brought to you by Rugged Radios, in-car communication, car-to-car communication, Bluetooth music, whatever your communications might need, Rugged is always there to help you out finding the right product for your machine. Rugged Radios, the authority in communication. Well, my guest today is someone I've known for quite a few years and does some of the biggest and baddest custom mud builds in the country. Please welcome to the show, Matt Rohr of Resurrection Industries. Matt, how are you, man? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. What's, uh, what's life in Texas like today? Uh, we're, we're finally getting out and about. We had a pretty good little storm come through here, which pretty much... Uh, shut down Texas for the last couple of days. So we're finally, uh, everybody's up and about and getting back outside. So it's, it's good to, uh, get, good to get around. Well, it's a wonderful, <laughs> uh, six degrees here in, uh, in Minnesota today. So, and with temperatures, uh, dropping drastically overnight, I'm actually looking at my phone right now and it says minus 17 tomorrow morning. It, that's just like yeah. a hammer and a nail to the forehead, man. Yeah, you can keep that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not equipped to handle that. <laughs> no, you definitely, you definitely are not. You definitely are not. Well, it's a good enough weather chat for me. Let's talk some shop, man. Uh, Resurrection Industries has been around now for 14 years. Uh, we came across you guys a number of years ago and reached out and said, hey, uh, would you guys be interested in doing a Project X build with us? And you said, heck yeah. And we came down there and we did a build. And I don't know how many, Matt, you, you better than I, I didn't check, but three or four at this point in time, four, and we're, we're coming up on five? I think, yeah, I believe we're coming up on five. Yeah, that's wow. correct. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> quite <So> a few. <laughs> quite a few, quite a few. So those for those who don't know who Resurrection Industries is, why don't you give me a little... Uh, rundown of who you guys are, where you're at, and kind of what you're all about. Uh, we are located out in Cleburne, Texas. Uh, we're a full uh, customization shop. We can handle anything from, uh, you know, your general maintenance, repairs, checkovers, all the way to full engine builds, transmission builds, um, to full custom, one-of-a-kind, just completely outrageous builds. Um, that's kind of what we enjoy doing and what we like to cater towards is the uh, the customers that come to us and want something nobody else has, uh, something one of a kind. Um, we, uh, we, we like to take all the ideas we get from our customers and then uh, just kind of add our uh, twist to it and uh, just, just put something out there that's really cool and, and really makes people uh, start talking. Now, you said Cleburne, Texas. Where exactly is that in Texas? Uh, we are probably about 45 minutes south of the Fort Worth area. Um, kind of, we've moved. We, we were a little bit closer to town um, and have just decided, uh, you know, that it was better to bring the shop out a little bit further. We have some property out here so we can actually do our own testing, uh, tuning, uh, mud pit riding, you know, all that stuff. So now, now we're able to no, no matter what the complaint is or what we're building, we're able to do it all in-house um, at, at the same spot. So it's, it's been a, a perfect move for us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I always kind of view you guys as just a custom builder, but from what you're telling me, you, you do a whole lot more than that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've built a bunch of race motors um, that have been shipped all over the place. Uh, 
um, been involved in, you know, desert racing, mud racing, a little bit of everything. We're, we're, we're pretty well-rounded and, uh, uh, not afraid to, to try anything. <laughs> now, Matt, do I remember right? Was motors sort of your background? Yes. Yep. It was when we uh, first got started. Um, we built a couple race motors, uh, S3, which I'm sure, you, you know, they've been on your show before. A while back, we built a couple of their race motors and they, uh, they, they did very well with them. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of our background was, uh, motors, nitrous kits, superchargers, turbos, you know, all that kind of stuff. And now we've steered more into the, the big mud bike and, you know, just the daily riders and the people that just want to go out and have fun. And, and also we cater to the full extreme guys. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And that's kind of what I know you guys for is those big mud bikes. And I always, I always chuckle because uh, for those people who don't know this down in the South, they call them bikes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where that came from? I have not a clue. <laughs> but it's stuck and it, it just seems to be how we all refer to them. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, you, you travel around the country like we do and, you know, you hear bikes and you hear buggies and quads and, you know, side by sides and razors or even RZRs and, 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 and the, the list goes on and on. But, uh, it, even on the West, they call them cars, you know? Yep. And so, uh, that always makes me laugh as well. But, uh, you guys call them bikes, which is probably like the most unusual one of all. Cause it doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. <laughs> nope. No, it doesn't fit. That, that it don't, but it's, it, it's just, yeah. Ever since we've been out here, it's how people kind of call them and it, it's stuck and we're kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a wide enough variety that about anything fits into that word. <laughs> right. No doubt. No doubt. Now you guys do the, the shop stuff, but I really want to focus on the, the creativity and these custom builds. Cause that's what we know you for. And that's what some of our viewers know you guys for. Where does the, where does that process start and, and how do you guys get so creative in what you do? It, man, it, it's one of those, one of us will get a, an idea um talk to it's it's my son and you know my wife and i and it's a family business and then we've got a outside partner um so it's it's whatever one of us come up with an idea we feed it off to the next and they put in their information and then you know my partner will put in his information and then my wife kind of puts the final information in and and from there we start on it and you know it's one of those uh we still even once we started on it 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 definitely doesn't go the direction we all thought and it kind of takes a takes on its own image and and we just keep feeding it until we get done with something we uh we absolutely love what's your uh specialty or favorite part of any build that you guys do and i don't mean just for the show i just in general uh, the the what I'm going to call the heavy duty work, getting into the motors and the suspensions, transmissions, the more technical uh, uh, type work. Um, my son is definitely the electronics and the audio. Um, that that's his uh, forte. So when it comes to that side, I just let him him run with it, and we always figure out what kind of space we have and what what area we have to work with, and kind of how loud we want it to be, and. He goes from there, um, but as for you know all the the suspension sets up setups and the way we go in that direction, the height, um, tire sizes, that that kind of I come up with that kind of stuff, and then 
my wife helps with all the colors and the designs and putting stuff together and all the, the, the fancy stuff, you know, all the finishing touches. She kind of takes it from there. <laughs> it truly is then sort of a family business because Nick's handling, you know, the electronics and the audio and things like that. Matt, you're handling, you said, like the heavy-duty stuff, and then Amy's got her, her putting the final touches on things. Yep, yeah, we, it definitely takes all three of us. Not, not one of us can take credit for the, for the whole build. It, it's definitely a group effort. So when someone comes to you and they roll up to your place, Matt, and they got just a bone stock machine, and, and they say, well, well, what can we do? What goes through your mind? Man, at first, <laughs> it is always how deep do you want to be into it you know it's it's your 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 pocketbook's always the uh, the final answer on a, on a lot of these builds um but uh it's definitely first thing we do is find out what type of riding they do the most you know where do they ride the most what what do they enjoy the most if it's mud you know we'll go one direction if it's uh you know rock climbing and and you know traveling and and long high speeds we'll go another direction if it's racing Obviously, we go a completely different direction, but, uh, you know, we, we always get their input and, and what they're going to do the most. And then from that point, we kind of put a, a budget together um, and then, you know, we go from there. Man, that's uh, is that the fun part or is that the challenging part? Because you're trying to get in someone's head and figure out what they really, really want. It's the funnest challenging part. Let's just put it <laughs> Don't that copy way. my words, Matt. <laughs> I, I love I love that part and getting what once we know what the customer and get a direction we 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 get that feeling and and we kind of run with it so we we definitely always want to uh, you know surpass our customers expectations on everything we do but it always boils down to you know we always want to be you know as reasonably financial minded as we uh, as we can you know it's there's always you can always go too much money on these things. And it, well, you guys see it all the time. <laughs> How much money these people put in these things is it, it's pretty awesome. It is awesome. And I, and, and one of my favorite things is, you know, like if we go out West, uh, a lot of the builds can look similar, meaning, you know, if it's a desert or a dune machine, um, it, the, it may get a little wider, and, and the stance may get a little longer and things like that, uh -huh. but it's always like a sleek look to it, you know, whether it's got a fastback cage or maybe something a little boxy or something like that, but um, they don't get too much bigger, I guess is what I'm saying. And for you guys, you come down there and it's always sort of just this, Oh my goodness. <laughs> sort yeah, of feel. It's always, yeah. With not, not every machine, but a lot of them, you know, it's just like, and it's maybe that bigger and better in Texas sort of thing, but uh, it, uh, it, it does, sort of like, you know, knock you back a little bit when you see some of the, the size of the, some of the machines down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When we take a lot of ours, you know, the, the customer builds and, the, you know, the, this bikes we've been involved with and, and we try, always try to do a Colorado trip or some other places out more on that west side. And every time we show up with them bikes, it's it's always the expressions and the questions and, the you know, even the what are you guys thinking comments you know and it's really great because you know the way we build them um they're great in the the mud and what we do the most but even out on the west side in dunes colorado rocks they still perform great i mean we definitely build them 
to, you know, fit every application, but it, you know, it, it's never going to be as good as a full out rock bouncer or, or as fast as, a, you know, the dune bikes in California and that were never, but we can definitely go out and enjoy it just as much. Um, and, and still keep the, the big heights and the tires and all that, that, you know, we, we kind of enjoy back home. <laughs> I know it's a good point because we were with you guys uh, a few weeks ago filming in Mississippi. And I want to <laughs> talk about that in a second, but you brought your most recent project X build, what you guys refer to as static out on that ride. And I wasn't yep. a part of that, uh, episode. So it's the first time for me seeing the machine, uh, in person. And I think what impressed me the most was, um, well, how loud it was with the Rockford Fosgate system in there that Nick <laughs> <laughs> installed. And, but literally like the nimbleness of that machine, it, you wouldn't think that it was, uh, that nimble in some of the tight muddy spaces that we were riding around in. Yeah. It, it, and that's what we really strive. And even though we can get a lot of good, loud sound out of it, we always have the end product of, we want it to be driven. We want it to be driven hard if they so choose. Um, we want it reliable. Um, so we always take that into consideration when we're building it, you know, and, and, and sound, believe it or not, is a huge, huge thing for us out here. Not, not so much everywhere else, but out here, the, the, the louder and, and the more, you know, people you can get is, you know, the, the mud riding industry is a, is a little bit different. We're, we're definitely, a you know, a, a ride for 10 minutes and, and kind of just hang out in groups for 25, 30 minutes and then go ride for a little bit longer. So, uh, you know, sound is, is huge to us, but we definitely, definitely want our bikes performing and, and, you know, reliability when we're done with them. So getting all that to, to fit and, and work as one is, is always another, uh, uh, another big, uh, big feat in itself yeah that uh that static machine looks like a razor but it was a ranger yeah yeah <laughs> that was a, a ranger xp crew and we definitely were doing it on the recent or the the show that we're going to be upcoming in um we're definitely uh putting out our own uh bucket seat conversion um that will be a bolt-on kit that we will be releasing so we like to, you know, on that one, we made the cage real low profile and real long, kind of like a razor so we could get that feeling. But we put the buckets out of a razor in it. Um, so we had that feel when you're sitting in there. So it, all the aspect of it, it is definitely a razor feel, but y you've got all that extra room and a bed and, and everything else that you get on the Ranger. So um, it, it was actually a, a really fun build that we all enjoy i mean we really enjoy driving that thing because it, it just feels like a sporty bike yeah but it's big <laughs> it does do you guys have a, a a between the ranger razor and the general do you guys have a favorite machine that you guys uh, sort of like to work on one more than the other i mean they all have their own benefits to them and you know yeah they, they all have their own benefits um you know it, my wife has never been a a, a huge fan of the Rangers, just certain things, comfort, things like that. But she has, that bike proved to her that uh, you can definitely make a, a Ranger as sporty and, and as comfortable feeling as a Razor. Um, me personally, I, I like the ability of having the big bed and being able to haul tools and equipment and big coolers and stuff like that. So I'm kind of the, the Ranger general. Um, I, I like those platforms. 
Um, my wife is definitely a, a, a turbo. She, she likes that. Not really the speed, but she likes the ability to uh, have all that power when she needs it. And then, obviously, my son is full-out power. He, he's... <laughs> As fast as it could go, he's going to drive it. <laughs> now, uh, we've got a brand new Project X build with you guys. Let's talk about that for a little bit because uh, um, you can talk about the machine and some of the partners and what's the plan. Oh, this one, I- I'm really excited about this one. It's, it's, it's one of, it's my dream. I've always wanted to do a North Star, so we're going to be do- releasing that. Um, so it's always been on kind of my bucket list to get one and, and kind of see where we could go with it. But, uh, we've torn it all down and and put our little twists on it and we're going to do a big, uh, long travel on it from Thumper Fab. Uh, so we'll be able to get the ride, the comfort, um, the ability to clear some big tires. And then, uh, we've added on some, uh, six inch portals from high lifter to get the lift so we could run the big 40 inch tires, um, that uh, MSA equipped us up with, with some fuel wheels, uh, 24-inch fuel wheels. Uh, so we're going to get it back sitting big and mean. So it'll ride really good and still have the big wide stance that we like. So we're going to be able to mud bog it pretty good. Um, yeah, As you had mentioned on the general, we threw a turbo on this one. So it's definitely going to have the power to turn them tires and, and still be able to cruise at a, a fun speed out in Colorado when we're trail riding. Um, then we kind of tore it down, did a full custom paint job all the way around it. Um, we've added some thumper fab front and rear bumpers. So we're going to have winches front and rear because that is a a necessity for us out here. Uh, we never know (laughs) what we're pulling into and and how we're going to get out. So definitely having their bumpers and and that winch set up from super ATV, uh, is going to get us in and out of any hole we, uh, we do or do not want to be in. Um, and then, uh, over here at the shop, we uh, did our bucket seats. We did that. We did a full custom interior. We did all new uh, floor pans on it. And then we uh, came out with another full center console um, front to back uh, that we've designed and, and had all wrapped and got some pretty cool little features about it. And then uh, Rockford stepped in and we're doing a full sound system all the way through it. We've made some uh, door panel pods for the front and the back doors that will house uh, some speakers in it as well. Um, it's just, it's going, it's going to be wild. Uh, I'm really excited to, uh, <laughs> to get this one wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot do a, uh, a build without Rockford Fosgate. And of course they, uh, they're in almost all of our builds because you can upgrade your system from what you have to uh, like a stage one all the way up to a stage six kit. And uh, it's a fun thing that they've got so many different options, isn't it? Oh yeah. And and you can just take whatever they have and you can grow. I mean, even if you start out with a a stage one, you know, to get it out and get going, you can grow. I mean, that's what's so awesome about Rockford is, is everything's plug and play and, there's no limit. So you you can just keep adding and adding as, you know, as your budget allows or as you want more. Um, And and that's what makes it so appealing on these builds. I mean, that's, that's why we've used them on the last few builds as well, just because, you know, when when we start out with it one way, if we decide, man, I wish we did this, we just add it and, and their components and everything and the style and and the sound, you don't get much better. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, when you're done with the builds, 
you guys usually go over to uh, River Run, right? Is that your... Oh, yeah. Okay, so so talk to me yep. about River Run because people always ask me about riding in different places and River Run's probably one of the more well-known or better mud parks in the South. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of our home base. Um, we've always in the past, we've set up out there and we've actually worked. So any kind of customers, any, any people that went out there that uh, if they broke something and needed something, we were always out there to help them. Um, we've kind of stepped away from that a little bit, but uh, this year that that's going to be another big thing that uh, we are going back out and start setting up um, to start assisting, you know, customers and that kind of stuff, keeping people out there and having fun. But uh, the the park itself is is amazing. It's it's phenomenal. The the people that own it, it probably one of the best kept parks out there. Um, they really care about what they have. Um, they definitely cater to the people they listen to them. So it's definitely, whether you have a a bone stock bike or some of these guys shoot running 60 inch tires, plus they've got something for everybody. And even if you have a stock one, you can get to where these guys are playing and and enjoy it as much as they're enjoying it. Um, so that's, it's really cool about the park. You can come with anything and, and get out there and enjoy it. Uh, you just might take a different avenue than some of these other guys. <laughs> yeah, you might take the higher ground is what you're saying. It, absolutely, yeah. 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 We, always, we always uh have my son or one of the other ones, we call them the depth finders, and I make them go first. That way uh, I, I at least have the option to back up and go around once I see them go in. Yeah, no doubt. In, and Matt, I got to imagine when you're going to a mud park, it might be helpful to have somebody who maybe knows the area or knows deep hole or, or something like that. Showing up, if I ever just show up at a mud park, just me and some buddies, I, I'd be clueless. Oh, oh yeah. It, it definitely helps to have somebody that's familiar with it because it, I'm telling you, you, you can be driving down a trail and, and hit what looks like a four inch deep puddle and it could end up being six foot deep and it's it's crazy even at the starting of an event everywhere you can ride i mean you'll be out there you can ride everywhere and come saturday night you bet you best be careful because you'll lose your you know you'll lose your ride in some of them holes just from you know following some of these guys and if it rains and it's it's definitely uh i mean we ran into that at, at mississippi you know just definitely knowing where you're going and having somebody more familiar with the trails is that's a huge benefit. Yeah, no doubt. So for those who don't know, we were filming in Mississippi a few weeks ago and I was like, man, I got to bring some mud friends with me. So I, I reached out to Matt and said, Hey man, we're going to be filming an episode, uh, at the Burdens Creek off-road park. And, uh, would you guys be interested in coming out and joining us? <laughs> I don't even think I got through my sentence and you're like, when, where, how many friends can I bring? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, tr- trying new places is always just a blast. We we don't get to get out as much as we'd like, so any opportunity to uh, try out a new park is we are in because it's just. I mean, that's it, you get out and you get to meet all kinds of new people, see new trains, see new setups. So I mean, it's it's absolutely awesome in the industry we're in because um, it gives us a, a good idea of what that customer base, you know, h- how they ride and what type of equipment they need. 
um, which, which then benefits us in the long run, even, you know, back home. It, it definitely, we can take all that education that we got um, and then put it to use for our customers. Yeah, it's funny. You know, we I think about it in a way of, okay, we're out there filming an episode. We got to get this, got to get this, got to get this. And you guys are thinking about it totally different. Uh-huh. Yep. We definitely, uh, yeah, I'm sure you're, you're looking for the shot and, and we're looking for, you, you know, how can we benefit us in the future and, and equip our bikes even better for, you know, the, this type of different terrain. Cause they had one heck of a storm before we got out there. So it was, uh, even different riding than they were used to and they were still doing cleanup. So it, it definitely was really cool to see, um, the different terrain and, and just the trails, you know, some of them were kind of tight and some of them were wide open, but it was, it was really cool. I mean, we, we absolutely enjoyed it. Heck the whole group enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, fu- it's funny. Cause it's, it's not like it's a, when I ask, do you guys come out, you know, it's an eight hour drive, It you know, and, and, <laughs> and you guys are bringing, you know, about 20 people with you, which by the way is like the standard size group. I feel like for anybody in the South, when you get invited somewhere, it's not just the invite isn't just to who you're talking to. No, no. <laughs> especially with the group we have it. It's definitely, if, if one of us know about it, 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 the word travels fast. So everywhere we go, it's, it's usually 20 plus, um, with, with a lot of different, you know, rides, which is, which is another just really cool. We had bone stock rides and we had full built rides and, and everybody went, everybody enjoyed it. And we all, you know, went from start to finish and, and nobody, well, except one buddy. Well, had yeah, when we were all done. We're not going to call yeah. him out on it, <laughs> but, but every, most everybody finished that ride with no issues. Yeah. It's funny when the camera gets put away, what happens? So, um, that would, yeah, that would funny be the when first they time. Go back out when we go back to eat and, and you got to get that last 20 minute ride in it. That's when everything kind of, kind of takes a turn. I know. I feel, I feel bad sometimes because we don't get to see as much of any area when we're filming that you do when you're just riding. And so I know people were itching to go see more of the park and took off and go. And of course it's the middle of, uh, you know, winter time and you only have that much sunlight, you know, it's going to get dark at four o'clock or so. And so we were, we were hustling that day to, to film and do as much as we can. And we were done. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of guys were like, ah, oh, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. And it's always, and, and what's pretty crazy is, uh, you know, what we rode for six hours or so with, no issues. And then they took off and what it was 30 minutes later, they had bikes on the side and, and belts blown. And <laughs> yep, it's like, come on guys. Pretty, <laughs> pretty standard <laughs> stuff. Now what's what I, what I find unique about you guys is you guys aren't from Texas and you mentioned this a little earlier, but you guys are, are from Colorado and the riding there is so much different from where you're at now. Oh, it's, it's completely different. And it's, it was a heck of a change when we uh, decided to pack up and, and move out here. Um, and it took my wife quite some time to go from her clean, you know, just a little bit dusty to uh, top the bottom and wearing a new mud hairdo every time we go out. So it, it, it took a lot for her to get used to, but she's come around now. She, she really enjoys it. Where did you guys ride when you lived in Colorado and I know you guys still go back uh here and there and oh yeah every year we go back for 10 days plus we go out the Taylor Reservoir near Buena Vista is our our favorite spot but uh 
when we lived out there, we, we were everywhere. About every weekend, we were somewhere riding. Um, but Taylor seems to have uh, the most where the group that we take who've never been there just is mind blown on the scenery, uh, bears, deer, elk. I mean, just no matter what, every time we go, we see something new. Um, and it's just everybody, every year, everybody in the group tends to go back and then the group keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. So it's, it's definitely probably one of our favorite spots. Is Taylor Reservoir same as Taylor Park? Yep. Okay. Yep. The reservoir is right there at the Taylor Park. (laughs) Because I think a lot of people, when when you say Taylor Park, they're more familiar than Taylor Reservoir. It, yeah, probably. And we did an episode, I don't know how, how many oh years back we went out there um, and did a, a ride at Taylor So with you guys. And it, it was a great, oh man, it was a great time. We had a pretty big group then too, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that's a... It's, it's hard to beat Colorado in, in any of the places and... Um, you know, you're right. The the views that you get from so many of those places that you um you go to are, is pretty spectacular. Yes, yeah, you, you you can't beat it. It's 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 we we're not finding that out out here. No, <laughs> no, no, you're not. Uh, and but but, however, I will say this: if you are looking for um, places to ride and you are getting ready to set your sort of summer plans or places to go, and you haven't checked out um, Polaris Adventures, head to their website and uh, plan your next off-road adventure. They've got you covered pretty much all 50 states. Uh, I was just honestly just yeah. looking to to uh, go uh, this summer. We might be heading out to the state of Washington, and I was looking to see what they had around there for a Polaris Adventures ride because they've got – over a hundred outfitters across the country. And we've worked with a bunch of them over the years and they're all great, fabulous people, great experience. So, um, if, if you can't, uh, you know, make it to Colorado and you're thinking about going somewhere else, check out players adventures. Cause that's, is a, that's a good experience. That's a lot of awesome information too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I know. Right. Yes, so, and it's all right there. Free, free of charge. You know, it's definitely, uh, that's a huge benefit when you're, trying to make that type of a plan and don't know where to go, but want to try something new. Yeah. You can click on there and, and check it all out. So that, that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. I mean, I've talked to a number of, I actually talked to somebody recently, uh, a friend of mine's uh, kids at school and we were, it was this past summer and, and we were talking about, uh, you know, my job and what I do and where I go. And I mentioned, uh, the ride in, um, Silverton, right? With that uh, mm-hmm. engineer pass, that big Alpine loop sort yep. of thing. And uh, they went out and did it. They were out in that area and they went out and did it. And, and then I saw him recently at a school function just not that long ago. I was asking him, how's it going? And he's like, oh, it's good. He's like, you know what? We went and did that thing you said. I'm like, what did I tell you? <laughs> and he goes, that, that ride out in, in Silverton, he goes, it was amazing and just unbelievable. And, and uh, he's like, I'm so glad you suggested that because it's like, we had a blast. Yep, we actually took that same information. We went, we were in Silverton just last year. We took a group out there and uh, just to get try somewhere different, and we all had a blast. But this year, it kind of got outvoted. We're all going back to Taylor. You're all going back to Taylor again this year. That's all right. That's yep. all right. Now, is is mud season? I, I would imagine mud season's right now because you guys don't, probably don't do a lot of riding in the heat of the summertime down there. Is that right? Yeah, the heat is usually when all of our bikes turn into boats so uh everybody 
hits the water and, and they're on their boat. So uh, we've got, you know, three months or so of just, it, it just gets too hot, um, too dusty. Uh, but for the rest of the year, which is what's awesome about out here is, is we ride, I mean, all, all year round, but those, those three months or so, it, it just gets too hot. So most people go to the boats, but uh, yeah, right now is usually when, you know, everybody's, it's too cold or, you know, too snowy shoot we're we're hitting something every weekend <laughs> yeah no doubt no doubt well matt we are we're super excited about uh your most recent uh, your upcoming project x build you guys always do a great job it is fun to hang out with you guys and uh it's a an enjoyable experience for us and uh we hope it is with you guys as well oh yeah we love it there, there's never a dull moment you guys always seem to uh always seem to bring something new so it's it's always it's always fun and it's enjoyable to do so we we absolutely absolutely love it and and are very excited to uh to show you this one awesome awesome well today's podcast was brought to you by quad boss quad boss has been around for 20 years uh whether you're here in minnesota and or somewhere else in the country quad boss has got all the parts and stuff that you need, whether you're a rider, a rancher, a farmer, a hunter, they want to make your work feel like play. You want to depend on your machine to do the job, and Quad Boss offers the parts to do that with the tires, starters, axles, tons of accessories, everything you need to keep your machine going to get the job done. Well, Matt, I appreciate the time. It's always great to chat with you guys, and uh, one of my favorite things about hanging out with you guys is you guys don't lack when it comes to barbecues and the foods, man. You guys do it upright. <laughs> Oh yeah, we like to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a teasing Matt. Last time we saw him, where um, I was like, "Man, you can build a machine, but you can't figure out how to put this barbecue together." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was struggling with it. Hey, Texting me, he's like, "How do I get this barbecue together?" I'm like, "How do you do a Project X machine if you can't figure out how to put a barbecue together, man?" <laughs> hey, in my defense, there's no that, defense. That one little pin was hidden. <laughs> <laughs> no defense. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no defense. Oh, well. All right, man. We'll take care and we will talk to you again soon, Matt. Yep. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Well, that does it for another edition of the Destination Polaris podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe where you listen to your podcast, and we will talk to you again soon. Mm-hmm.